Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, it's Aaron Andrews here for Pro Plan Sport, advanced nutrition for active dogs like ours. I love getting active with my golden retriever, Howie, and whether we're heading out on an epic hike or simply taking our daily run together, I count on him to keep up with me every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs. So wherever you and your dog's next adventure takes you, start it off right with the advanced nutrition of Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Everyone knows you're fighting, but you think no one knows <laughs> yeah. you're fighting, you know? You, you need a fucking Starbucks now? We're about to board the plane. Get a Starbucks on the plane. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. All right, guys, we've got part two of the big show coming up right now. We hear about Greg Olson's whisper fight. <laughs> whisper fight. Stop it. Also, is this guy quiet or loud mm. when he comes home late night from a road trip? And last but not least, his favorite Travis Kelsey story. You do not want to miss that and a whole lot more coming up on the big show. Big show with the big guy. Greg is one of the most hilarious people I've ever met. So do you want to start asking him these headline questions that we've answered before and get my man's take on it? Yes. And Greg, we love you. And for anyone that doesn't know how funny Greg is, you're about to find out uh, if Mm -hmm. you haven't already. Because so you're familiar with the Calm Down podcast and the random things we talk about, um, which yesterday, Howie, again, long pulled me aside and (sighs) said, you guys got to be real careful about what you say on that podcast. I go, Howie, what did we say now? And he goes... I go, and why are you listening to this? He goes, five hours from Virginia, long flight every week. He goes, just be careful. <laughs> God, Dad, how we, dad's keeping track of us. Okay, you start. So there was an article out last week, Greg. We go for the hard-hitting news about wearing hey. socks to bed. I think I talked to you a little bit about this. Just are you a person that wears used socks to bed? Because apparently it's as bad as sleeping in a toilet. There's like cockroach feces on it. There's like all the disgusting dirt. And then people are actually putting that in your bed. Thoughts on wearing socks to bed, yes or no? A hundred thousand percent no. Did you do it? Well, you're a very sweaty person. So you probably can't like have I'm any showering. Su- I'm yeah. I, my my daily activity, whatever I wear throughout the course of any part of my day, there is gonna be a buffer, which is a shower prior to me getting underneath the covers. Mm-hmm. There is mm-hmm. no like go in raw dog <laughs> with what I'm wearing all day and getting into bed. Like that's not happening. There's a shower, there's a fresh pair of pants, a pre- you know, fresh pair of shorts, whatever it is, before I get, pull those sheets down and get under the covers. There's nothing on my body that was worn for one minute during the day when I get in bed. Except for when you came on the road with that outfit that you wore for two straight days. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll wear it during the day. I just won't get in bed with it. So full disclosure on that, on that story, because I know that made the Calm Down <laughs> podcast um, weeks ago. I, I have a so here's what I pack and and my and my wonderful wife she's the one who actually she's packs that. this for me so I, I I'm like that guy who Angel. doesn't pack his own shit like when I when I open my suit the morning of the game I have no idea what it's look I have no idea what it looks like I don't have a clue what anything in my Either bag did Matt is Castle. so I wear <laughs> Matt Lauren tough look man and don't, don't blame, blame it your on wife. Lauren she's busy dealing with the twelve kids come on Matt be better okay next so anyway. 
bump set <laughs> we'll, spike. We'll save Lauren. that for the. We'll save that. We'll save that for uh, episode sixty six. Amazing. Um, so Thank I you show up in like a casual. Back. I show up in like a casual outfit when I fly in, and then I bring an outfit for dinner, and then I typically fly home if I have a chance to change after the game. I'll just put on what I flew home in. So I only bring the outfit I wear, and then I have to pack an outfit for dinner and a suit. And then like all my toiletry shit. It's like, that's all I bring. I'm a minimalist. I don't bring any extra shoes. I wear one pair of shoes. I wear them the whole weekend. I'm a minimalist. That night we went to dinner and it was in the hotel and everyone was kind of casual. So I was like, I don't need to put on like jeans or like long pants and a collared shirt. And I was like, I'm just going to wear what I have on. The problem is that was only intended to fly in. Then I was supposed to see everybody for dinner in a different outfit and then fly mm. home in that outfit from the day sure. before and not see anyone. So my issue was <laughs> it got interrupted. It was a night it was a night game. So we had like a morning production meeting. So I showed up, said hi to everyone, came to dinner, same outfit. That's my <laughs> next day casual outfit. I'm just not supposed to wear it to dinner. So I literally saw them at 4 p.m. And until like noon the next day. As, every time anyone saw me, I was the exact outfit. Amazing! All right, you know what? And I had toothpaste, and I had toothpaste on my pants. That's that's. <laughs> it was great. Story. Sure, you did. So mm-hmm. it was. Uh, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't great. Um. So that's so that's that story. That's but, why I had on the same clothes. But long story short, no, I'm not getting in bed with anything that I wear throughout the course of the day. Um, starting fresh, shower, clean clothes, bed start the next morning. Perfect. Okay, so to give you a little context again on all these, these are just questions that like Aaron and I go through, but we love a guy's perspective. So yep. I won't even ask you the underwear inside out because that's we don't even need that for this one. No. Okay, uh, judging strangers and knowing their backstory without talking to them. So Aaron and I have this thing, you know Aaron very well now, having spent the last year and a half with her on the road. I will sit down at a restaurant. I will see a couple or friends or a group of people. I have diagnosed, like the diagnostic is crazy. I'm like, I've given them jobs. I've given them names. You know the backstory. I I know what the drama, yeah, like I know what they're fighting about. I know that there's like drama in their marriage. Are you good? I feel like you would, I already know the answer to this. Are you good about assessing the situation? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I, I know if it's their first date, their last date, if they've been going together for a long time, shit's good at home, shit's not good at home. Is this a makeup date because the husband forgot her birthday? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it. I got it. And again, if you ask me, I've got it nailed. Obviously, I can never confirm any of my preconceived notions. We should actually do that. We should all go out. We should diagnose someone in the restaurant and then go up to them and see if what we think is actually happening. It's only fun if we're all together, though. We think they're on their first date. They've been married for 35 years. <laughs> Let's find out. Let's let's see how good we are at this game. I'm into it. Yeah, fair, fair enough. That's that's a good exercise for sure. Okay, our next one. Carissa had a mishap where she let Steve, her boyfriend, handle the details of a friend's wedding that they went to this past summer. She didn't get all the details. She ended up thinking that she looked like one of the band members that was performing at the wedding. Is it your responsibility to properly inform your wife of the dress code or her responsibility to find out? That's her responsibility. Oh, uh, yeah. There, there's, there's not a lot of, and, and listen. I'm just speaking from my own perspective in my own marriage. There's zero logistics being done by me. Yeah, I know that. I, I, I'm not, and, and Aaron knows this. I don't know what hotel we're at. <laughs> I don't know Chris what time on. we're leaving for the game. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know who's shit playing. Adam. Uh, yeah, exactly. I find out who the teams are the next, the more, the night before. I'm not a, a real heavy detail guy, so. In my, and again, in my family, in my relationship, my marriage, my wife is what time we're leaving, what's the expectation of the dress code, who's going to be there, what is the event for, who are we going to see, what time we're leaving, how are we getting there, who has the tickets. I'm doing nothing. Okay, Zero. and great. I'm exactly the same way. Aaron will text me and be like, what hotel are you at this week? Or like, whatever. I, I don't know. I'm on my way. I'm, I'm literally in the car from the yeah. airport. I, I, I don't know. I'm at whatever Wherever hotel the driver the car, takes me. The, yeah, a hundred percent. Wherever the driver yeah, we'll stops out. up front, that, ho- that hotel sounds great. And the best is when they give you the address, they're like, all right, we're going to one, two, three, Orange Avenue. I'm like, great. Yeah, if that's sure. where you're taking me, that they, sounds great. The, dri- the driver could be taking me to an abandoned warehouse yes, in the middle to of kill you. Detroit to murder me. And I'm like, that sounds great. I'm looking forward to it. 
how far are we? <laughs> I always say that. How far away? And are I we? brought one pair of shoes and one sweatshirt. And I, and I have one outfit, so you better not change the venue on me. <laughs> well, the backstory though is that it was Steve's friend, like like that was getting married. Like these were new friends to me. It's his side of the aisle that was getting married. And so I'm like, hey, what are we wearing? He's like, oh, something casual. It's, it's a Western-themed wedding. I walked downstairs looking like fucking Montgomery Gentry's backup singer. <laughs> you didn't. And, you, and look like, you, look, you look like Beth from Yellowstone. I did. I thought, I was like, is this Halloween? Trick or treat. And everyone else is in full-length, like, like gowns. Like, it was a formal wedding. <laughs> I, go, I was like, I literally had, Greg, I had a hat on like you have on right now. And I looked at Kelly Stafford and I go, do you think it'll help if I take the hat off? She goes, yeah, take the hat off. And I'm like, well, I can't because the extensions haven't been washed in four days. So I said, fuck it. I'm just leaving this outfit on. At one point, I thought they were going to look at me for the entertainment halfway through the wedding to see whose bed have these Everybody. boots been under. Yes. Fuck. That's I look incredible. Like an asshole. Okay. Next. Wait, Greg, did you have a story? That's so good. I thought you had something. It, it doesn't involve me, but every time I think about showing up to a wedding ill-prepared, I, my, I have a buddy through my brother, through my older brother, that had a buddy that went to a wedding in India. Okay. I think <laughs> okay. And he's, a, he's like a white guy. Like, he's a white guy from, you know. And he showed up to a wedding in India, so he's like, I want to be respectful of their traditions. Yeah. So he goes out, and he buys traditional Indian formal apparel. Oh, no. He shows up to a wedding in India. The only fucking person... <laughs> dressed in traditional Indian garb. Every other male there is in like a suit. He goes, I walk in and I'm this, I'm the only white guy in the whole fucking place. I'm dressed like I'm in a fucking movie. And all these people are looking at me like this stupid American is like mocking yep. our culture. Yeah. And he's like, little did I know I'm trying to be respectful. <laughs> so every time I think about people ill prepared for weddings, I think of that story and it makes me die. <laughs> yeah. So there was not uh there wasn't an issue of disrespecting culture. It was disrespecting theme in this particular case. We went formal and I went western. What where? was the theme of the wedding? It was in it Black was in time. Montana. And so it was like, hey, Western, but that apparently was the night before. And the actual wedding was black tie. So standing next to Troy Aikman in a fucking tux, I'm like, hey, want my autograph? I'm a Shania Twain impersonator. God, so and it's, and this is what makes it worse. Steve doubles down as he's in a tux, and he goes, which sh should have been my first clue. When as he's putting the tux on, I'm like, hey, where's your bolo tie? Like I thought this was a Western yeah. thing. Well, that that yeah. was going to be my question. Like, at I, what point did you? It was it just the women were going to go Western, and like yeah. the men were going to go traditional? Disaster. Like, she's you. Yeah, she's not good know. with those details at not. all. Yeah, you know what, Greg? I, I, we show up and we're the entertainment. Apparently. Listen, what, my role in the entire event is once I get there. Yeah, exactly. So good. Okay, on uh, a flight, do you chat with your seat neighbor or sit in silence and keep to yourself? What silence. is your etiquette on flights? <laughs> I'm overly nice when I sit down. Like, because I'm, I'm a window guy. So I feel I like you have a lot happening seat. when you sit down, too. Like, there's a lot happening. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a lot happening. <laughs> Fuck, you're sweating. You got shit everywhere. You're calling Karen and the kids to Georgia. say goodbye. I feel like there's a lot. So I'm a, I'm a window. I love sitting on the window because I don't want to have to sit in the aisle because A, my leg gets bumped and B, I don't want to get up if the person in the other seat has to go to the bathroom. My leg gets so bumped. So I, but I'm always late getting on the plane. So I'm always the second person in my little two seat, you know, little pairing to get in their seat. So the person has to get up and let me in and whatnot. I always say hello. I always, you know, hope you're having a good day, blah, 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 blah. I get that all out of the way. And then it's like, headphones on head against the window i'm done and i'm if i'm not falling asleep i'm pretending i'm asleep i don't drink i don't eat i don't accept anything from the flight attendants i'm i'm in the corner i'll hold my pee for 12 hours i'm not getting up to go to the bathroom i'm not getting a drink i'm not getting food i'm sitting in my corner and when the wheels hit the ground i reappear to the rest of the world why don't you have water I get my own like bottled water. Like I'll get a snack at like the news place, you know, and I'll get like a, you know, I'll get a snack and a, an M&M &M and a bottled water, but I like never accept anything from the flight attendant. I don't know why <laughs> it could be a 12 hour flight or a 45 minute flight. Once I sit down, I'm on my own. I'm on my own deal. I don't, are you, are you afraid of food poisoning? What's going on? What do you mean? You don't accept no. like what, what's happening? <laughs> 
I, I, it's a good, I don't know. I, I don't really even have a real reason behind it. I, it's just the way I am. I, it's, I just shake off. No, no, I'm good. No, no, I'm good. I just, I, it's like he gives me a curveball and I want to throw a fastball. Worst Greg Maddox. I like to go slower. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person any time, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right. Dogs at restaurants. Okay or not? This is a tough one. Why? I'm married to a dog lover. I have two dogs. I have two German shepherds that are awesome. They're very well trained. They listen for the most part. My older dog really is good. So I have a skewed reality of like what an obedient dog is. So if you're going to bring your obedient dog and it's going to lay under the table and not interfere with anyone, great. And we're sitting, I'm, I'm all for it. The problem is nobody trains their dogs. Nobody, everyone thinks their dogs are like their kids and like they're obligated and, and entitled to just like free roam of the restaurant and that everyone wants to see their dog. Like, I don't want to step over your dog to go to the bathroom. So right. if you're going to bring your dog, fine, but that thing should be lay underneath your feet It should not be in any of the territory of the aisles. The waiters should not be stepping over it. The waitresses should not be like kicking your dog as they serve me my food. And if you can do that, then bring your dog more power to you. But if your dog's going to be like a social butterfly and just have its way around the restaurant, then I'm not interested. Can you please tell your dog in the Luke Keekley story? Please tell Carissa that story. Or do you not want to? No, I would love to. Oh my God, tell it. So it's COVID. So it's 2020. It's COVID spring i'm i'm training to get ready to go to seattle and luke has since retired and he's training with me because the world has come to a stop so i had like a a small gym above my garage and we would work out in the morning so it's early in the morning i don't know it's 8 a.m 9 a.m whatever it is and only my youngest son is awake so at the time he's seven eight he's young and he's sitting at the kitchen table and he's like having cereal and I'm upstairs in the gym and Luke lets himself in the side door and he sees TJ through the window sitting by himself at the like little kitchen island having breakfast. But he doesn't see my ginormous 80 pound German shepherd sitting next to him on the ground. So Luke lets himself in quietly. I'm upstairs and he's like, I'm going to scare TJ. Oh, so shit. he comes around the corner real quiet and he's like, and he like makes a big like startling noise to try to scare TJ. Well, my dog, whose name is Tucker, my older male, he jumps into action <laughs> and he stands up. <laughs> and now he's big now. He's like, a, and he, so I hear Tucker go crazy. So I, I come running down the stairs from upstairs in the gym. 
and he has Luke pinned up against the wall. Luke Keekly. Who Those of you <laughs> like, that don't know who Luke, this, Luke Keekly is, is not small. No. Mm-hmm. Not small. Oh. All pro Hall of Fame linebacker. And he has Luke pinned up against my kitchen wall. Holy and he shit. is just, whoa, 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 whoa. And What's TJ Luke doing? is dying. He's up against the wall, like pinned, like frozen. frozen. And I come down and I give him like the friend command that tells him to just like let his guard down and go back to his little bed. And to this day, when Luke comes over our house, he's like, where's Tucker? Come here, Tucker. <laughs> and like Tucker has to come over. And like he'll give him a little pet, but like he he has been startled. It's like a running joke every time I see Luke. I'm like, hey, don't worry, Tucker's not here. He's not going to pin you against the wall. Oh my god, that <laughs> so takes a good. lot to scare that guy. That's great. Um, Greg, it's I know you great, have a vacation a to get to, but hold on. I this I I really need to know your thoughts on this because you're such a gentleman. You're a great husband. You're a great father. You're a great teammate. Um, His kids are things. so well behaved and lovely, and I want Max Stoll to be just like them. Yes. All of the above. Thank you. But if your wife wants to go get a Starbucks and you guys are on a connecting flight, okay, and you've heard the announcement, like they're boarding yours. Now, again, you get on late to the plane like I do. So this may, you know, be an indication of what you're going to say. But she wants to go get a Starbucks and you're like, hey, we're cutting it close. Like, don't go get a Starbucks. So she's like, hey, yo, I, I'm going to. I want to. So you go to the plane and then the plane is going to take off and she's not there yet. Do you get off the plane and make sure that she like is with you or do you stay this is on an the article. plane? This was a headline. This is a real That's story. A great... the, guy, the guy left without his wife. He was like, she took too long. I told her not to go to Starbucks. What would you do? Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't board without her. Because you don't know how. It probably been like a whisk. Well, true. I probably didn't have it. The problem is I probably hurt my boarding pass was probably on her phone. Yes. yes. <laughs> but, you know, I, but I think if I put myself in that situation, I wouldn't have boarded the plane without her. There would have been like a whisper fight, you know, like a really like silent whisper fight saying like, why are you going to get a Starbucks right now? Um, a whisper so there would have been like fight. a whisper, mm-hmm. like a whisper fight back I and forth it. where like, we think we're the Stop. only... Like everyone knows you're fighting, but you think no one knows yeah. you're fighting, you know? Um, so there probably would have been like one of those going on. Hopefully I would have won the fight. Unlikely that I did. Yep. She, if there was no line at Starbucks, I probably would have hung tight. And um, yeah, I, I probably, I would not have boarded the flight without her. That's, that's, I could prove that's what I thought was going to happen. That would be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she put us in that position, it wouldn't. It, the whisper fight would have escalated. The for whisper sure. fight is this a common Olsen term? A whisper fight. So my wife and I always had this joke. Like when the twins were little, we we didn't sleep for like a year. In our mm-hmm. again, it was probably two months, but in our mind, it's a year. And like we would, we had this running joke that like as long as in the morning, whatever happened in the middle of the night didn't count. Mm-hmm. So like the twins tired. wouldn't sleep; mm-hmm. they'd alternate. You're tired you're being mean, like whatever we whisper fighted in the middle of the night, when we woke up in the morning, like when we, when our eyes opened and it was morning time, we would like check in and be like, are we good? Like nothing that happened, like, nothing it. that happened throughout the night mm-hmm. counted. Mm-hmm. We'd start fresh in the morning and the whisper fights, they don't count. <laughs> so, so that was kind of our like deal for us. And it, it got us through like the first year of having the twins and we've always tried to stick to that plan. Like, if we're going to fight, we got to fight. But if we're whisper fighting, it doesn't count. I'm just trying to get a sense of what whisper fighting is. Because in our house, it'd be like, you're such an asshole. Like, but I can't imagine whispering. Like, what's a whisper so like, fight? Whisper fighting is, so, like, whisper fighting is, Stop like... Stop it. Stop. Like, you, you, you need a fucking Starbucks now? <laughs> we're about to board the plane. Get a Starbucks on the plane. Or, like, you know, when, when the babies were small, it was like... I'm fucking trying. Why don't you try to put him to sleep? You're going to wake up your sister. You know what I mean? Like you want to say everything, but you're talking like, I'm trying. What do you think I'm doing? You know, so that whisper fighting is like not a real fight. Oh, and um, face hurts. we were, we were on the same page with that. So that, that got us. That's why we were able to get through having twins. We call that a Mr. And Mrs. in our house. If you're having a fight. Well, we had a Mr. And Mrs. yesterday. It wasn't good. Yeah. Whoa. And as long as you make, as long as like you don't end the day or start the day on whatever that fight is, it's good. As long as it doesn't linger, you're good. Okay. So 
Greg, I'd be remiss because Erin is very great at impersonations. She's done it of Sean McVay. She's done it of myself. She's done it of you and Kev. I need you to give me your best Aaron Andrews oh, impersonation. Fuck. It could be anything. It could be <laughs> oh. on the sideline. It could be in a meeting. It could be at His dinner the night revolting. before. I need you to put together and think about it. I don't want you to rush. Oh, I'm fuck. putting you on the spot here. But this chick is great oh at calling this out is... other people. So I think that you need to, having spent the most time with her over the last year and a half oh, on the road God, in crying. various you know positions, Give me your best Aaron Andrews impersonation in any setting. Wow, this is this is a lot of pressure. I, I have crying. to be honest. This this is a lot of pressure. Um, I'm not prepared. This is impromptu. <laughs> I would love to hear Aaron's impression of me. First of all, okay, is there, Aaron, oh, go. Is, you know, th- oh, she my can favorite do it. one ever is when we. I don't want to say the team because I don't want to put them on the spot. But we were at. I know what you're going to yeah. say. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> it's my favorite. We're like <laughs> all the way. By the way, very few people can make Aaron cry laughing. This is Greg Olson to her on like a this daily is me occurrence. Every week in our meetings, mm-hmm. I asked him. You know how I asked you, Chris, if you took a Xanax when you do our in-game breaks because you're like, and the Bears are losing forty-one to nothing. Can we Kev? talk about the in-game? Can we oh, before we yeah, do it? Let's let's tell you why. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's talk about it. it. Let's talk about it. Go, uh, Greg. So, so. <laughs> well, how did this turn from I need to make fun of Aaron to now we're back on no, me? We're, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna get to Aaron in a minute. But I said this to Aaron the other day, actually, at our production meeting. If I have a great thought, a great replay, I'm like, this is gonna be a great moment of the game. You can bet your bottom dollar. I'm gonna get whispered in my ear. We're gonna go to Carissa with a game break. A hundred no! out of a hundred times. A hundred out of a hundred times. And I'm like, that was the most interesting play of the last 45 minutes. <laughs> I had nothing to say for 45 minutes. I got a great play. But it's not cool my fault. Point. We're going to go to Chris on a game break. And then it's like, thanks, Kev. Thanks, Kev. Here we have the Vikings. The Vikings and the Chargers. Fourth quarter. Justin Herbert going back. Connects. Mike Williams, six points. Cuts the lead to 27-24. Back to you, Kev. Kev, you know what I mean, like a careless and, and by whisper. That point, three, and, I'm by, and by that point, three plays have been run, and no one gives a shit about my point from four plays ago. <laughs> but I here's at my Greg. thing. Go, babe. I have to say, just Kev, because I want to say all your guys' names. There's twelve of you on the staff, so I can't get through. <laughs> so I just got to cut it down to Kev. Okay, I don't decide when the games breaks come through. Half the time, I'm not paying attention. All I hear is "Let's go to Carissa," and I'm quickly hoping oh. that it's the right highlight sheet that I have in front of me because uh, half the time I'm talking not, to somebody else or saying something inappropriate and praying that it doesn't end up on the microphone. I was like, I've had so many panic moments where Terry Bradshaw's been sitting next to me and saying, God knows what. And all of a sudden I hear, all right, let's go to Carissa. And I'm like, like having to cover his mouth because I'm like, this guy, you never know what you're going to get. But anyways, so that's great. I said Carissa took like a Xanax on doing those (laughs) production meetings. Greg is, again, one of the best teammates I've ever had. And like, he is in our production meetings. I just have to say this. And you asked me what my favorite line is, and then he can absolutely bury me right now. Um, he comes to production meetings, and he's ready. Like, it's not a whisper <laughs> fight. It is like, I asked him this past weekend, I go, are, did you take speed? Like, he's just like, so we have to tell America the story. Like, we have to tell America the story. And I I sit there, Rich Gross, another one of my uh-huh. all-time favorites who I die for. The Grossy and I look ever. at each other all the time with Greg because we love him so much. And we're just like, like it's insane but greg last year we were talking about a defense we had a really fun meeting and actually greg brought us all gifts and he brought us like tequila and we started drinking it and it was so much fun and and we allow greg to have the floor and he sits there and he basically diagnoses the whole game he gives us his thoughts on everything he's mid-sentence he's like just you know talking to us about this defense and he goes guys i just have to tell you he sticks his giant paw in a bowl of tortilla <laughs> chips. He shoves it in his mouth and he goes, their defense is in a real free fall. I, I looked at Kevin. I was like, I'm deceased. <laughs> They're in a free fall. <laughs> That's a true story. Uh, and 
I'll be honest. I gave my best follow-up. I had like four baskets of chips in the meeting this past weekend in Kansas City. I hadn't eaten all morning. And um, you don't accept that, from the flight story. attendant. So how could you? Yeah, you're not you're not accepting anything she's offering. This guy, I don't accept. I don't eat airplane food. Um, I'm with you. On I, that. I guess my favorite my my favorite thing about EA. Oh God, is I'm crying. I don't know if it's much of like an impression or like my favorite thing about EA is she knows she has like the story, the interview, like she has it. But as she's getting it out, it's like, listen, guys, I don't have a fucking thing. I have no idea. I'm a mother. I'm a mother. Do you guys realize? But but like she has to go through like the whole self-deprecate. I'm a mother, blah, 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 blah. and then at the end, she ne- she like lays it out. And we're like, yeah, EA, that's your open, <laughs> that's your question. You know damn well what you want to say. No, and, I like, don't. You're the fucking best. And anyone who's ever done this, like, you got it. Like, we can skip to that part. Like, that's my favorite <laughs> thing about EA. It's qualifier, like, you qualifier, qualifier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like qualifier, mm-hmm. self deprecate. I'm a mother, self-deprecate, self-qualify, and sit. then the last I part. I haven't washed my hair in a week. I have horrible acne. <laughs> have you seen my nose? It's a crater. I'm like, EA, first of all, no one has seen your zip. No one's noticed. Since you brought attention to it, I still Everything don't see it. And you know exactly what you're going to say, and it's going to be fucking great. So, like, Cute. that's my best thing about EA. Like, mm-hmm. in all honesty, this is and this is a God's honest truth. I, you could ask my wife, she coming down here, we actually had a full conversation. Like when Aaron is like in the moment, like yesterday with Mahomes, mm-hmm. there's nobody better. I, her I texted her immediately. I was like, perfect. There, she was but I texted or I call, talked to Greg before we did it. Cause I was no, like, Greg, I'm panicking. No, but like it was, but that was our pregame. She's like, guys, I can't do it. They want, no, I can't. And then she gets on air and it's like, yeah, Aaron. That's it. Just do yeah. like she is, and I know she's gonna be embarrassed. She when the when the light comes on, she is so good at asking questions in a way that comes across organic and natural and mm-hmm. personable. That whoever she's interviewing, it could be Patrick Mahomes, it could be Kelsey, it could be whoever. Mm-hmm. Their guard goes down. They don't feel like it's a gotcha. And she's able to ask the question that everybody wanted to know. Did you feel pressure throwing the ball to Kelsey, knowing Taylor Swift sitting in his box? That's a hard question to ask. Whoa. That's a weird question to ask. But I'll <laughs> tell you what, when Aaron asks it, yeah, it comes across as so normal. It comes across as non-threatening. It comes across as so fun. And that's why you get the answer Mahomes gave her, which ended up being the story of the entire game. And like, that's Aaron's gift. And that's what she, and that's why every time she goes through that, I'm like, Aaron, stop. You know, you're going to crush the question. You're going to crush the interview. I have no patience for the rest of it. You know what I mean? But like, there's <laughs> so no sweet. one better. There's no one better framing the question. Everybody at home wants to know and getting it in a very personable and fun manner than Aaron. And that's her gift. That's why she is so good. I concur. It's all about the relationships that you have created over your Yeah. But I appreciate the help. Like, because you do. I Sometimes it going into half. I'm like, Greg, what do I ask him? What do I do? Yeah, but that's why you're good it's teammates. Team. Yeah. It's a team effort. It's a team effort. That's the way it works. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win and it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. 
Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person any time, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, Greg, you got to get back to your alohas and mahalos since she's it's a day sleeping. and a half vacation. She's sleeping. I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm going to. Uh, what sleeping. are you going to go do? What do you do on Mondays after a game? Like, I don't even know this about you. We're always coaching. We're always with nothing. the kids. What do you do? Oh, you don't like even that. like crack do open like an article or two. Nope. Monday is my day. I on a typical Monday when I'm in Charlotte, which is 99% of my days. We for two days a year, my wife and I come down here by ourselves, and we always do it the week of her birthday. So this is just by chance that two days, but 99% of our year on a Monday, we are in Charlotte. We'll get them off to school in the morning. Well, Karen and I will go to breakfast or we'll do something like that. And then we kind of go our separate ways. She does her tennis thing. I go do whatever. We just, Monday is our day, my day. The kids don't have sports. We don't have practice. I don't read an article. I close out all my stuff from the week before. Um, you know, close out all those documents on my computer, put the, you know, save everything to the folder for future reference and just have a day, just collect, regroup, whatever. And then Tuesday morning, I jump back into it. So Monday, I'm not doing nothing. I I couldn't even tell you who we're calling this weekend. I need one day a week Mm -hmm. where I'm just like, I'm not worried about a sports scan article. I'm not worried about a PFF report about how Mac Jones does on third and seven plus. I don't give a shit. For one day, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Greg, you, I, I, I say this, and I know we all like joke, whatever, but you did win an Emmy for yep. the best, I don't know what the actual category, but the best newcomer, like whatever the actual title is on your Emmy, which isn't it bullshit? You have to buy your own Emmy. I think that's crazy. Like, here's the award. Now you have to go I buy bought it. My, I bought my Emmy. I bought that? No, I bet they give it to you. Uh, I had to buy mine. I won one for extra, and I've had to pay $450 for that thing. So congratulations. Congratulations to me. When I'll, I'll call extra back and, and let them know I'm not interested. But maybe they payroll deducted it. To be honest with you, I have no idea. Probably. You probably paid for it I, As you can see, my um, my shelves are empty. So but thank the, you. I, and, and no, and, and Ryan, our wonderful producer, because he's a great producer, it's outstanding personality and emerging talent. Okay, so here's the question. Did you, when you were playing, did you, because there's all these guys that are like, oh, you know, I'll just get into broadcasting after, like it's some foregone conclusion. Did you, A, know that you were interested in doing broadcasting after you play? Was it something that you were like, I'm going to be great at this? Or like sort of when did you, and you won't pat yourself on the back because that's not who you are, but did it come naturally to you? Or has it been sort of this process? Um, What's your experience so far been in broadcasting? Because the award has come, but how have you felt about the process? Yeah, so there was there was no moment where I ever, and this is the truth. There there was no moment where I said to myself, "Yeah, like you know what, my career is coming to an end. I think I can go do TV." It it really, it never, it did not happen like that. It it really was a very organic, natural kind of random process, and it really all started. So it was like two thousand. I think it was like two thousand fifteen off season, either two thousand fourteen or fifteen off season. I was out in in LA. I was in Manhattan Beach by Aaron visiting my buddy Ryan and his wife, Natalie. And we were out there and I had done some stuff with a local regional network. Back when, before Fox sold off all their regional networks, there was a regional network called Fox Sports South and it was in Charlotte. And I did like ACC football on Mondays. I was still playing, you know, Mondays, I would go into like a random studio at the Fox office in Charlotte and I would do like a recap show that I'm sure nobody watched. I don't know if it, if any, I don't know whoever watched it. I don't even know what channel it was on, but it was for, it was Fox Sports South was the network name. And then Fox Sports South did a show called the panel, 
which was like the year, um, God, who was coming out of the draft? Um, Sammy, uh, Sammy Watkins from Clemson was in the draft. Whoever it was, and there was like a bunch of draft guys who went down to Atlanta. Long story short, I did like some regional stuff with the Fox regional network. And then that off season in 2015, they asked me to come in while I was out in LA visiting Ryan and his wife to come into the studio and do like an audition game and call a game, you know, in the studio. So I went and did that. And, um, you know, I, I talked to Troy and I talked to a couple other people, like trying to get myself prepared to do it. So I went in and did it blind and that was the end of it. And then in 2017, Fox asked me to come do a game on my bye week So I joined Charles Davis and Kevin Burkhart. And I did a three-man booth with them for a game up in Minnesota. So that was when I was playing. In 2019, Fox asked me back to do a game in a two-man booth with Kenny Albert. And I did a game in New York between the Giants and maybe like the Cardinals or something like that. So it really was just like little tiny small stuff with regional networks and digital stuff that no one ever saw. And then Fox said, hey, come on in, which they do with a million guys, right? They do a million kind of audition type broadcast games behind closed doors that no one ever sees. And then they asked me, hey, you want to come in on your bye week? And I said, yeah. And really the rest was history. So really it was that 2017 game that I did with Kevin and Charles Davis at the time. And that was really my first moment where I was like, you know what? This call in the game thing might be my way in. You know, sitting at the studio desk is hard. You know, those guys have gold jackets. Those guys have resumes a lot different than mine. Those guys are different as far as their caliber of player, you know, from their career. But very few guys want to call games and very few guys can call games. And and that was probably my first inclination to like, if you want to do this, calling games is probably your best avenue. And I kind of, that's, I just kind of dove into it. And here I am. You're really good at it. And that's, so I mean, you know, I'm close to this, good. but there's a lot of people that will just, you know, are more pedestrian sports fans and you make it easy to digest, but also you're, you're good at speaking to the viewer, not like they're stupid, but also informing them. Yeah. It's just, you're, you're very good at it. So just curious if that was something that you always were interested in doing. Can yeah. I, can I ask you, you, and I know we need to let you go, but I was thinking about this. I, I fell going up my stairs last night as I should, because Kevin and I got <laughs> bombed, but. Are you loud when you come home in the middle of the night oh, from games? No, I'm not. I um so like the joke in our house is on the days that I'm up earlier or I get home late, I'm like no lights come on, I'm using the flashlight on my phone. <laughs> I'm like creeping in, I'm shutting every door super slow. I shut the bathroom door to take a shower. You know, I'm like creeping, I'm like a burglar. The days my wife's up before me, it's like a bomb goes off in my house. It's like every door slams, every light's on, the shower's on, the hairdryer's on. The... I'm like, what is happening? Why? Are... And she's like, oh, sorry, did I wake you up? I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, you woke me up. So no, I'm I'm very, I love to sleep. So when other people are sleeping, I refuse to wake them up. It's like, it's like a thing. So I'm very quiet. I'm not waking anyone up. I'm checking all the kids' doors, shutting them. I'm not kissing them. Just, hey, daddy's home. Like, I'll see you in the morning. Like, you don't need to see me now. I'm uh, I'm very quiet and conscious of other people when they're sleeping. What are your thoughts on this? I fall asleep on the couch all the time. And I have a rule. Like, if I fall asleep on the couch, leave me there. Because like, now if you wake me up, now I'm going upstairs and I'm not going to fall back asleep. Like, so I probably spend five of seven nights on the couch. Oh and Steve God. at some point is like, are we going to sleep in the bed together? Like, and I'm like, look, I fell asleep down here, so leave me. So there's like a whole thing of like when he should wake me up, when he shouldn't. I'm like, never, never wake me up. So do you ever fall asleep on the couch? And No. I, no? I, no. No? Am I the only one? No. My wife falls asleep 100 out of 100 nights. She has never seen the opening credits of a show and the fine and the conclusion of a show in her life. Yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. She is. She's this, a mother. We have never watched. She's a mother. I, I mean, <laughs> she's a mother. I'm not a um, mother, and I fall asleep. So the joke is like, if I waited for her to watch a season of a show, it would take me three years because I'd have to watch it. Then I'd have to explain to her what happened. Then I'd have to rewatch the show with her, but we'd only get through half of it. Then the next night we'd pick up the back half of it. I'd re-explain the first half of it. And then we'd start episode two. I'm like, it took me a week 
to get to episode two. I don't have time. I'm I'm done. I'm getting so you guys don't have that watch. Yeah, you don't have that have to watch the show together thing because it won't work. Yeah, I can't. uh, It'll take me a year and a half to watch episode. (laughs) You know, season one of Yellowstone. The rest of the world will be on season five, and we're still sleeping through episode (laughs) seven. Fair enough. It it just it's not going to happen. I'll tell you what we're not sleeping through. Your broadcast this coming Sunday. Can't wait for it. Don't know who's playing, but can't wait for it. Or we're going to Dallas. We're going to Dallas. But we, we, we don't worry about that on Mondays. We we worry about that on Tuesday morning. Okay. Take the later Tuesday flight. Tuesday morning, 8 a.m. Take the Let's, later um, flight, by the way. You don't need to come so early. I did. Be with your kids. I booked. Okay, good. I booked. I booked. Adorable. I booked. We're gonna bring this. We're gonna bring this podcast full circle because the Ooh. story that everyone is interested in is Taylor and Travis. I need you to give me your best Travis story that you can tell that won't get him in trouble. It's not incriminating. It's just like a fun, lighthearted Travis story because you guys have spent a lot of time together. You are, you know, the tight end community is oh. very close. So give me your best Travis story before we let you go. I- and I don't know. I don't know if it's really a Travis story, but it is a story from our little tight end thing that we do. So Travis and I and George Kittle, the three of us, own this entity called Dreams. Tight End University. And every year, we all come together in Nashville, and we do like a two night, three day, whatever you want to call it, like tight end uh, camp. Mm-hmm. And it's a blast. Like it's in June. We look forward to it. So uh, was it the first? Either the first or the second year, Levi's did at our welcome party the night before welcome and i promise this will come for full circle they did like a um like a jean jacket custom shop i I don't know what the hell it's even called they had like a in the corner of the restaurant where we had the welcome party for all the guys they had like a little like you go you get fitted for your jacket you can get patches you can get logos you can get whatever and then you get a jean jacket so picture 75, six, five guys. They <laughs> yes. all look exactly the same. They all look exactly the same. And, you know, throughout the course of the night, I don't want a jacket, but then they have a couple cocktails. They end up with a jacket. So Kittle has this idea that we're going to go to like Jason Aldean's bar or Blake Shut, like one of the bars in downtown on the strip, you know, downtown Nashville. Well, so it's like Kelsey, Kittle, and 25 other six, five guys, but we're all wearing matching jean jackets. So we're walking down Broadway. So good. And Kelsey, Kelsey's never had a bad time in his life. No. And Kittle's not far behind him. So like, I'm more of like, they call me dad. I'm the guy who like, makes sure everybody shows up to practice on time. And I'll make sure everybody like, Hey guys, you know, we have to like do a meeting tomorrow and like teach these guys something like that's my job. They are social coordinators. They are the speech makers. They are the life of the party. And I'm cool with that. I'm making sure all the, you know, the trains run on time. And um, so here we are. We're walking, we're walking into this bar. So picture 25, 6'5", 250 pound guys, all wearing matching jean jackets uh-huh. with like tight end you, Levi's, <laughs> like all these weird patches. It's a bizarre this is the situation. Boy Scouts. Yeah, crew. Yeah, if I've ever seen yeah, one. It's exactly. It's like yeah, we're we're Eagle Scouts, and we made our like seventh <laughs> Iron Arrow, and um, we we walk into the bar, and some guy taps me on the shoulder. He's like, "Is that Travis Kelsey?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, is that George Kittle? I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Why the fuck are they wearing?" <laughs> <laughs> so here I am. I'm wearing the same jacket. And I'm like, you know what, dude? That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not can I get a picture? Can I get an autograph? No. Why are they wearing the Why same jeans? Why the fuck are they wearing magic? <laughs> and th- and I'm standing next to this random guy at the door, wearing the same, same jacket, jacket with twenty other guys. Well, and like, the birds of a feather flock this- together. That's a group right there. I would have loved to run it, into the it, you guys. I don't know. That it's just a great story. Oh, oh my it's a, god! It, it's a great time. They are quite the uh, quite the duo. They're the best. All of you guys are tight ends, man. Tight ends are the best. Greg Olson, ladies and gentlemen, they really are. Thank you for your generous amount of time, especially yes. on your brief holiday that you have. Thank you for being a great teammate to Aaron. And Aaron, if you don't make us all those t-shirts and you guys don't have those on your crew this Sunday, I I don't know what to say to you. If I'm not wearing that in my open in Dallas. 
I'm, I quit. Brady, Brady can have my seat. I'm Stop. done. Hey, favorite tale. I know there's a lot of them. 1989, the year Travis was born. My favorite album of hers. Also your favorite album. You get one song off of that album. Wildest Dreams. Whoa. Really? Mine's style. I don't hate that. You've got, got that, that dream, 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 dream. Look in your eyes and I got that red. I like red. I like Wildest Dream. I like red. I, I just love Wildest Dreams. I, I, I like, are we out of the legit? Are we out of the legit? Yeah. Are we out so of many. the Are we in the clear? Are we in the clear? Greg, we were somewhere and we, we were screaming anti-hero in the car. Where were we? Oh, I think we were in San Fran. We were going to that Mexican restaurant. We were screaming out of the top of our lungs. I love, I love anti-hero. Yeah. I have I and we love Whoa. you. Yeah, Greg Olson, love you, Greg. thank you for your time. And if you think we're not going to ask you again to weigh in on the uh, the male perspective of our female questions, you're wrong. You crazy? Ask you again. Mm-hmm. Recurring recurring segment. Love it. Yep. New, New news. news. Love you, buddy. See you guys. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person any time, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.